a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. This is Mana. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mana, a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. <clears throat> now, none of the guys that you're going to meet on this podcast would consider themselves extraordinary, but it's their holy, humble way of living that is exactly what makes them extra, and I'm excited for you to meet them. Uh, and so now this is another episode, another special episode of, uh, of MANA. We're uh, taking some time in between seasons one and two for a little special mini season of MANA, where uh, we're going to have about half of the number of episodes, uh, about half the length and time, so we're going to shoot for around 15 minutes or so, uh, featuring guys who are about half the age of uh of the old guys that are, that you usually hear from on the show. So um, so it's kind of a mini manna. So you've all heard the expression uh, of someone being a scholar and a gentleman or a gentleman and a scholar. And, uh, and while I can't attest to our guest's uh, GPA or ACT score, although it was probably a lot higher than mine, uh, I can certainly vouch for his gentlemanly essence. Uh, from a very young age, from which uh, time I've had the uh, privilege of knowing him. Today's guest has been the consummate gentleman, respectful, polite, courteous, humble, although with a confidence and a character that makes him the kind of guy that all the girls want to be with and all the guys want to be like. I read that off. I heard that in a, in a, in a movie once. So it's very true about you. So anyway, speaking of gentlemen, I was curious uh, where the word gentleman uh, came from. Uh, this is legit. Just to this, this this afternoon, and so I looked it up, and it actually uh, it, it actually evolved from a uh, from an old Middle English word that meant man of noble birth. Okay, so for years that's what it meant. But later, the word actually evolved quite appropriately, given our guest today, to denote a man of a good family, which I thought was really cool, and it makes even more sense with you, given uh, given your family uh, is just amazing. Your a great brother, a great son, uh, and just a great guy. So please welcome today's man up man, Sir Thomas Walker. Hey, Thomas. It's quite the intro. Thank you, Mr. Peterson. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to save that intro and play it for my parents in case I get in trouble. Ever. <laughs> That's right. You just kind of have it on demand. Right, exactly. Like, Hang on just a second. Let me pull something out. Uh, well, hey, it is great to have you uh, have you on uh, the show. And just, uh, I'm so excited just to see you. I haven't seen you in a couple of years. It seems like it's been a couple of years. Yeah. But uh, you've been off in college, and and I'm excited just to kind of catch up and have others get a chance to meet you. So let's we're just going to kind of dive in since we don't have a ton of time, uh, given the mini nature of this uh, this episode. Let's just kind of talk about you know all this stuff I talked about with gentlemen, and now for folks that are listening, mm-hmm. going okay, is this not about like faith anymore? It's exactly about faith because I think you know the essence of this show is to talk about guys, regardless of age, that live uh, and and sort of. Um, sort of uh, kind of uh, evoke and, and just kind of um, kind of exude, that's the word I'm looking for, just a sense of real um, kind of purpose and faith. And that's what, you know, it, it, in your, your brand of it comes out as this being just really, really, really uh, great poised guy. So, but let's go back um, to childhood. Let's go back growing up. What, what, how, how central was faith? for you growing up, you know, like, was it, was it a really big deal? I mean, obviously mm-hmm. we know you as families, but, but even before we got to know, you know, Thomas Walker, um, you know, in elementary school, I mean, do, you know, earliest memories or was there a really strong sense of, of, of kind of the church and, and faith? 
Uh, yeah, for sure. I think uh, my parents deserve a lot of credit because they really gave me a good foundation for my faith, and they made sure it was always a priority in our lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, just like moving houses, it was always kind of based around, it's always got to be close to Holy Name, like mm-hmm. it's always got to be by the church, and they always made sure, it's just almost, it was never a question, like Sunday comes around and like get up we're yeah. going to church and i think that's they deserve a lot of credit for that what about like early memories like do you remember you know and maybe it was in school you mm-hmm. know and you know you you know you went to a, a catholic school like like the girls but or or were there memories that that stick out as like oh my gosh i totally remember that like when and that maybe not a doesn't have to be a, like just some random memory but maybe like a memory that where you kind of started like you know, this is kind of heavy sounding, but kind of like owning your faith. Like kind of like, mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. You know, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe this. Um, I'd say one of the first memories I ever had was vacation Bible school, and they would always have little skits about um, just different chapters in the Bible, and I thought to me that was super interesting. And I kind, I think that's one of the first things that really drew me in. But in terms of kind of reaching a point where I realized that this is important to me and it's just not just something that's going on um, was probably in like third or fourth grade. Um, we'd have Bible study with Deacon Sam. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he was, he, I think he just had always had a great message and he always understood the Bible so well and was so mm. great at teaching it. And um, I mean, yeah. He was. He was. And he for was those a great that, guy. That, that a lot of people who listen to this will know who Deacon Sam was, but those who don't, Deacon Sam was an older guy, yeah. um, but connected uh, with everybody, at, mm-hmm. no matter the age. You know, you could have been four or forty-four. Um, he was a he was a beautiful man. Um, so speaking of speaking of Deacon Sam, that's actually a perfect segue. You know, so he sounds like he was probably one of their earlier role models, right. you know, so what, any other guys kind of stand out as, as, as guys that, you know, kind of helped shape, you know, kind of as you were growing up through, you know, kind of grade school and then high school right. and then, in, and now even into college, you know, what are the, who are the guys in your life that you feel like, you know, that's the, I'm glad he's, I'm glad he's around, you know right. what I mean? Um, definitely. I would say in probably middle school and early high school, it was Corey LaCroix, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's another great, I mean, just a great teacher. He's very relatable, and I felt like I, if I ever had a problem, I could I could talk to him about it. He's, I definitely owe a lot of um, just kind of my progress in my faith to Corey. Yeah, yeah. Corey has been... Corey has been evoked a lot on, yeah. us on this show. Mm-hmm. We got to get Corey on this show. Oh, that'd be good. I think that'd be a great guest. Track him down. He'd be great. Um, and now, now, what about now? You're, you know, obviously you're out of, out of high school. You're in college. I mean, you're going to be almost done with college. How has, um, you know, because we've talked to guys, you know, your same age, your same stage, and they've talked about how, you know, growing up such strong faith, and but but yet not being overly like you know. Right evangelical like standing on a, on a street corner but the, you know they talk about getting into college then not that it's anti-faith but you know sometimes it's harder just to kind of is have, do you do you have you found that or, or how do you how do you let me phrase it another way how do how do you kind of keep just present with you know faith and god right. and stuff like that um i mean it's definitely kind of when you move away from home and i don't have my parents every day waking me up at eight thirty to go to church it's definitely like something that can easily slip my mind but yeah. I think just making a conscious effort like 
yep, it's Sunday, no matter what happened the day before, like, I got to get up, like, it's time to go to church. Yeah. And I think that, uh, actually, the first year that I moved away from home, I was living in Alaska, playing hockey, and it was, I was, it was, like, pretty tough, there were some tough times, for sure. Yeah. And to me, that was another big step in my faith, like, I... You know, I felt kind of alone, like really far away from home, like on my own, basically. And just kind of leaning back on my faith can, re- I think it really gave me some strength to get through some of those tougher times that would have been easy to give up on. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's so true. And, and kind of, yeah, that sense of being alone probably even right. kind of amplified it more. Abraham Lincoln, I think it's Abraham Lincoln, has a great um, quote. At a, for a very different reason, like, you know, mm-hmm. dude, it's like civil war, the whole thing. But, you know, one of my favorite, I'm going to hack this, but some kind of quote that says, you know, often, many times I've ended up, I find myself on my knees uh, only because there was no other place to be. Right. Which I think is kind of, I think that's it's very powerful. True. Very powerful. Yeah. So tell, tell me, tell, let's talk about juniors because you, you know, you spent how many years? Uh, Just playing? one. Okay. Just so one you're one year yeah. off, you know, playing hockey, uh, living with host families, you know, traveling to areas you've never been to and just so it's all new you know that had to be that had to be a a period that was maybe even more challenging to keep your faith kind of traditions kind of alive how'd that work and what it and what was it like you know you know yeah I would say again I like I said before like there's I had some tough times up there moving away from home for the first time and uh to me that's when it makes the most sense to go to church like when I feel like the most in the dumps or I need the most help like I need Jesus's wisdom and his guidance yeah, yeah. To, to just get through the day like that's when to me it's the easiest to go to church yeah well I think when things are going super well is maybe when it's easier to f- kind of fade away from yeah. fade away from your uh faith yeah. but then like in Alaska I'll just go and I'll, I'd go to church every single Sunday and then People would be like, they'd just be like, oh, like you want to go get something to eat or whatever? And I'm, you know, I got to go to church. And kind of like, I'm not asking them to go with me. And they just kind of be like, oh, like text me next time you go. Like, I'd love to go with you. Oh, really? So yeah. they kind of became a thing. that Right. And yeah. then ironically at school, the same thing happens. Like, I'm just sitting around having lunch and I'm like, I got to go. I got to go to church. And someone's like, oh, really? And then like... They're like, ah, oh, I should really go to church. Like, can I come with you? That's cool. That's it, great. Me, so it's, it's not like an ostracizing thing. They're not like, okay, freak, going to church. Yeah, actually, right. Like some, pe- I mean, some people are just like, oh, like again, like why, why would you? Yeah. Why do yeah. you want to spend an hour at church? Yeah. And then other people, like I'm not pushing it on anyone. Yeah. And but to me, when I just say that, I feel like a, I feel like a little bit of Jesus in me. Like yeah. people are, people want to come to church. Like I'm kind of spreading my faith. Like it For feels sure. really good. For sure. No, that's, and that is, I think a lot of times, a lot of times we get freaked out about big words like evangelization and, and, but really, you know, um, all evangelization is, is just opening the door. That's all it is. You know, that's, that's the only job that we have. And then just like you are, so you're opening the door just by telling people what you're doing. And then if some people choose to walk through that, you know, crack in the door, that's awesome. That's, I think it's a good message for you. Um, it falls along with the message of your podcast. It's not like, it's not like I'm going around trying to recruit people. Like you need to come to church, like go to church, go to church. But I think just kind of being like a steady example, just like, yeah, I'm going to church and 
people want to come, they're going to say they want to come. And to me, again, that's just really rewarding for yeah. me. Like people want to go to church and yeah. it feels, it's very special to me. That's cool. All right. Well, hey, uh, we have, uh, we have come to the fun segment of the show. Uh, and for those that have listened in the past, you know, this is a, the part where we ask all of our guests uh, uh, two or three kind of standard questions and kind of get their answers. And so they've had these in advance. Uh, and, uh, and so, so Thomas can't feign uh, ignorance or anything like that. So he's had plenty of prep time and he's got plenty of friends that are smart. And so just hold on, everybody. These are going to be some, these are going to be some answers here. All right. So fun segment question, <laughs> fun segment question number one. Uh, if Jesus knocked on your door tomorrow and just wanted to hang out, okay, nothing super serious, just wants to just be with you, what would you do with him? I'd take him right away to Lake Minnetonka and then see, I mean, I want to I want to see him walk on water. <laughs> nice. I was just kidding. But, uh, I mean, I thought when I listened to Quinn's interview, I thought he did a great job. I thought his point was really interesting, like just bringing him around kind of normal things in yeah. our day-to-day lives. Like, I mean... I would just love to go to McDonald's with him and see what he thought about that. And yeah. like, I think taking him to churches and I, I mean, I think there's just so, I mean, I would just yeah. have so many questions for him. I think it would be wild to just, just try to see like our lives through his eyes. Right. Like, what does he see? You know, like when right. he's at McDonald's, what's he paying attention to? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and how's, how's he seeing divinity in, in, in everything? So that's cool. All right. Fun segment question number two. Um, and you already said you were going to go to church with him, so you got to come up with a different guy. Uh, if you could go to church with any other guy, living or dead, who would it be? I came up with a couple answers for this one. My first one's a little more serious. I think it would be really interesting to go with, like, Gandhi. Oh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think someone, again, just a really knowledgeable, like, mm-hmm. spiritual person. Like, I'd, I'd just be interested to see... Mm-hmm. kind of again kind of his take like what he thinks yeah yeah and then my second option or my second answer is a little bit more fun um and i would say tim tebow like oh going, yes yes going to university of florida it's just to me it's like i'm sitting in i'm walking the same places that he walked yeah. and i'm sitting in the same classrooms that he sat in and honestly when he played football at florida his his teammates were doing mm. some pretty horrible things mm. and he was just such a like a pillar of faith really yeah and on a national stage i just really admire that and i think that's a it's kind of a good lesson to me too like the people you're around you no matter what you can still spread your faith and still be All a right. beacon of your faith yeah, he's such a great example I, I i i so admire him the story that he tells about um, was it when they won the national championship? Or the, he's got a story. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher yeah. it, but there's um, something about a number. Anyway, I'll look it up and say. Yeah, it. you probably watch it, but he is such a great. Um, yeah, like you say, he's a, such a great example. Um, and yeah, I think he's a great example too of just he's very confident right. in in how he lives. But yet he doesn't. I don't think he ever makes anybody feel less right. than or or worse than. But yeah, boy, think of the the circles that he's running and at times probably also felt very alone, right. you know, like the only guy right. thinking that that's great. All right. We got time for one bonus question here. Um, and I realized that, you know, you're still, you know, sort of, you know, you're, you're not an old man, Thomas, right. but, right. but you are old enough and, and you're, and, and as I mentioned in the intro, you're just so, I'm just such a big fan of yours. You've been always such a, a, a thought filled, just 
respectful and, and, you know, just, um, just, just a really great role model for, mm-hmm. for, for young people and old people. So, so as a role model, I said, I'm not a role model. You are a role model. As a role model, if, if you were talking to, let's say a 12 or 13 year old, okay, right. think back to when you were in middle school and, and, uh, and if you had a chance to be talking to, to, to a guy um, and just wanted to just l- l- give him a little bit of advice, just a little bit of a, just a bit of wisdom, just something that you learned along the way that could just kind of help him, you know, develop the kind of confidence and the kind of, you know, uh, just kind of this quiet sort of piece about being a person of faith and eventual man of faith. What would you tell him? Um, I, my kind of general advice is just to go to church. I, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that's whenever I'm, I'm feeling lost or have anxiety from school or anything. I just feel like church, I mean, it's always just the place to go for me. And I feel like there's a lot of good, I mean, a lot of applicable messages that are always being, I mean, that are being taught every single week, yeah. weekend at church. So yeah. that's, that's just kind of my general advice, I would say. I love it. Yeah. Get yourself in the, get yourself in position, right. you know? Put yourself in the setting. Yeah, and then I think again, like there's no there's no excuses. Like you can always make, you can always find a time to make it work. Yeah. And so I think to me that is definitely a power, powerful or a driving aspect of my life and something that I definitely center my life around. That's awesome, Thomas Walker. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Mr. Peterson. Thank you for listening to Mana. If you have any questions or recommendations for future guests, send them to manapodcast at gmail.com.